1 Samuel uh, 3. And so uh, we've been uh, looking at some characteristics uh, we, that we've been saying like, all believers should have or good things for, uh, uh, for the believers. So we're going to look at another one tonight, 1 Samuel chapter 3. You'll find that right before 2 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 3 and verses 1 through 10 say this. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord. That's a, we, we already see two bad things. The, the Word of God was precious because there's no open vision, and the, the, uh, the light went out. Boy, yeah, I mean, you could preach some stuff right there about that. So the air of the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep. Verse 4, that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I. <laughs> For thou callest me, and he said, I called not, lie down again. And he went and lay down. And the Lord called yet again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. Let's pray. Father, we just uh, praise you and we worship you. And Lord, I'm glad we can say that we've met together to worship, Lord, and adore the Lord our God. Lord, I just thank you for the faithfulness of your people, people that, uh, Lord, just have a, a desire, uh, Lord, to, to walk with you and serve you on a daily basis. Uh, Lord, I thank you for the testimony of those that are here, not just on Sunday, but no doubt, uh, their testimony throughout the week, that even as they, they go to work or go about their day, Lord, they seek to be a witness for you. And Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we thank you for just watching over people just as they went up and down the road this week, whether it was locally or uh, out of town. Lord, watching over the Thomases, watching over Ben and others uh, that travel. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we pray again for those that need your touch uh, physically among us. Lord, we think of uh, Sonny. We think of uh, Sister Karen with this procedure coming up, Sister Wendy and others. Lord, we thank you for the good report that Sister Lisa uh, uh, gave tonight. Lord, we thank you uh, for watching over her, uh, dear God, and helping, uh, uh, Lord, things to go well and that she's recovered. And Lord, we don't take that lightly or for granted, but give you the glory uh, for that. Now again, Lord, uh, help us as we look at this thought through the Word of God. And Lord, may our desire ever be towards thee in Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, as we look at this uh, tonight, you know, what we see here, and I've sort of mentioned this thought before, it's clear when you read God's Word that one thing God wants to teach us, and God wants to make part of, I might say make, God wants to make part of who we are, is being a good listener, right? As we talk about characteristics, 
of leaders, of believers, right? And uh, uh, I, I mentioned this again here. And so that is a good question. Are you a good uh, listener, right? Now, if you have the same <laughs> weakness as me, all right, I consider it, you know, you might tend to talk more than you listen. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But being a good listener is one of the great characteristics that uh, we need to have. And it's really, of course, important to any relationship. You look at any relationship you have, a good way to strengthen that is being a good listener in that relationship. And the Bible certainly encourages uh, of that. And we see a good example of it here with Samuel. Because uh, you, you know this, I'm sure yeah, you've seen about in, maybe in your relationship or maybe you've seen in other relationships, relationships that not being a good listener, a lot of times if you ever did counseling, <laughs> what's one of the biggest things, right? <laughs> uh, listening, uh, 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 communication, right? Something I have to constantly work on. But not being a good listener, right, can really damage your ability, of course, to connect uh, with people in general and, of course, those most important in your life, right? Uh, not, only, not only is listening important to learn about somebody, but also to learn from somebody. And we know that communication is a two-way street. It must include talking and listening, but listening needs to become a bigger part of that for most of us. And of course, uh, our job as Christians is to help people and try and witness to people, right? People have needs in their life. But of course, before we can guide a heart, before we can help somebody, right? Before we can guide a heart, we need to know what's in that heart, right? The Bible says, the Bible teaches that a man, what? From the abundance of the heart, a man speaketh. So the Bible makes it clear that people speak from the heart. So by listening, if man speaks from the heart, by taking time to listen to people, you can find out what's going on in their heart and, of course, what's going on in their life and know how to gear your counsel or gear uh, what you might show them from the Word of God and even know how, how to, to witness them. You know, a lot of times we just get down, well, you know, Romans Road or this road or that road, right? We just get in this routine. But really, you know, even though at the end of the day you give people the same information, right, there might be a different uh, approach or a different way to do that if you listen uh, if you take time to listen to them and know what's going on in their life. Because when you make listening a priority, right, you learn to understand uh, uh, people better, right? You learn their desires and concerns, right? Uh, was it Brother Wood said to me the other day, right? Now, he, of course, he teaches at Tabernacle, but he was talking about something. He said, think about, he was talking about people, right? The ministry. He said, uh, was that you said something to me about that, people and the ministry. And I just looked at him like, yeah, I know. I know what, what, what most pastors say. Ministry would be great if it wasn't for the people, right? But uh, people are part of it. So and by listening to people, you learn their desires, you learn their concerns, and makes it possible for you to help meet their needs. And that's really what we are, right? As Christians, we're in the meed-needing business, mostly uh, spiritual, but trying to help people in other areas if we can as well. So active listening, when you're an active listener, and that's the key, it shows people that you care about them, you care about their feelings, that their input uh, matters to you. You're showing that, hey, you matter to me, right? And I care about what's going on in your life. So whether someone is uh, giving you advice, 
right? Or maybe making a request or even if they're complaining, <laughs> right? Or disagreement, right? At least you're receiving information that you can use uh, to help you in that connection with them. But in 1 Samuel 3 here, we see uh, God trading Samuel, if you will, uh, to be a good listener. And so we see several times here, right? It begins in verse 4. Uh, Samuel went to lay down and uh, God shows up. All right. And uh, so, you know, I know you're going to sleep, Samuel, but hey, I'm God. I need to slumber or sleep. So, you know, uh, I just thought I'd come in and check in on you. But the Lord called Samuel and he answered, here am I. And of course, we know he thinks it's Eli. So he runs to Eli and Eli says, it's not me. So in verse uh, 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 six, it says, and the Lord called yet again, Samuel. And uh, I, I think it's just amazing. The Lord just, you know, calls his name, doesn't try to introduce himself. Just says uh, Samuel, but of course, verse seven says, "Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord; neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him." Now, of course, when we think about knowing the Lord, of course, we think about salvation. But you know, here he had not yet developed a relationship or an interaction with God. This word "no" references to know somebody relationally or experientially, right? And, of course, an important part of getting to know somebody relationally and experientially is what? Listening. Listening, even with God. So God wants us to learn to listen to Him. Even in our relationship with God, listening is a big part of it. Learning to listen, right, and be sensitive uh, to God speaking in our life and God guiding in our life. Right? A lot of times a, a young man, a young woman will say, well, you know, hey, you guys, you know, get together and, uh, 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 you know, let them uh, talk and, and uh, get to know each other a little bit. Psalm 4610, of course, says what? Be still and know that I am God. Again, in verse 8, it says, and the Lord called Samuel again the third time. Of course, he arose and went to Eli again. Then finally, Eli figured out what was going on and said, well, hey, uh, this is God trying to talk to you. So next time. Uh, you hear that voice, that's God's voice, a voice you need to get to know, a voice you need to get to listen to, right, if uh, you're going to work here. And uh, so next time, just say, hey, Lord, uh, I'm ready to listen. And we see that in verse 10. And the Lord came and stood and called us at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And then Samuel answered, speak, for thy servant heareth. Well, that, what, a, what a great verse that is. I was thinking about this verse where he says this. He's saying, Lord, I'm, st what was he saying? Lord, I'm standing by and I'm ready to actively listen to what you have to say to me. You know, this is a good morning verse. This is a, this is a verse that we should start our day off with. Lord, we should get up in the morning and as, we, as we're reading, we should say to Lord, Lord, here am I. I'm ready to start my day. Lord, and I'd sure love it. Amen. To hear your voice before I walk out the door today. Lord, speak. All right. I'm ready. Lord, I'm, I'm standing here. I'm ready to start my day. And I want you to know that I'm ready to actively listen to what you would desire uh, to speak uh, to me today. So it's obvious as you read uh, through this chapter that Samuel became a good listener of the Lord. For the Lord used him and continued to speak to him. Notice how this chapter ends. And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him. And notice this, did let none of his words fall to the ground. 
Well, how can you have a, a, a much better testimony than that? And all Israel, from Dan even to Beersheba, knew that Samuel was established, know that word, to be a prophet of the Lord. They said, man, this young man is going to be something, amen, uh, when he grows up. How do they knew that? Because obviously they saw that what? He had learned to listen to the Lord, amen? Uh, he learned to recognize the Lord's voice, and he had developed that relationship with the Lord relationally and experientially, that as he grew up, amen, his relationship with the Lord grew, grew and he became a great listener of the Lord. And it goes on to say in verse 21, And the Lord appeared again to Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. Notice that statement, for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel. So as a young boy, the Lord revealed himself, and the Lord started that relationship. Now, that, 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 that should be an encouragement to our, our young people, because remember, Samuel uh, uh, wasn't very old. I'm sure he, he was, you know, uh, uh, I'm sure he was less than 10 years old how old exactly he might have been, because we know that his mother uh, brought him to the temple when he was, you know, maybe two to uh, uh, three years old. Once he was weaned and she would come and bring him, hey, let your son know that Samuel got a new sweater every year from his mother, right? She'd bring him <laughs> some new clothes uh, every year as he grew. And so at, at that very young age, he began to recognize and listen to the voice of God. Listen, if they're old enough to listen to the, your voice, amen, uh, whatever age and stage you are, you can begin to listen and know the voice of God and the younger, uh, the better. So it's obvious that he became a good listener to the Lord and the Lord used him all the days of his life. And again, it says he let none of his words fall to the ground. So no doubt, right? Because he became a good listener of the Lord. You know what? People wanted to listen to him. That's a good example right there. Hey, you want people to listen to you? Well, you become a good listener first. You become a good listener of the Lord. You become a good listener of people, and people will want to listen uh, to what you have to say. But notice the sad part here is we see, we see Samuel at a young age become a good listener of the Lord, but unfortunately we find Eli at his stage, right, had gotten away from listening to the Lord. I mean, think about that, how long he'd uh, uh, been in that position, but yet at that age and stage, he didn't recognize. Uh, it took him a few times to recognize that God was trying to speak. So Eli, of course, most likely when he started out his ministry was probably a good listener, right? But unfortunately, he failed in that grace as he got older. So we need to remember that no matter what age and stage you are in life, listening is an important part at any stage of life, no matter how much experience you might have. In fact, you know, the Bible teaches about the, uh, the, the responsibility of the elder people in church to help mentor the younger people in church. And so an important part of mentoring somebody is being a good listener, being able to listen to that young person and find out what's going on in their life so you can guide and, and, and uh, counsel uh, that person. You know, one, that's one thing I appreciate about uh, uh, Sister Judy. Uh, uh, throughout the years, I often see her, what, uh, spending time sitting with someone, and a lot of times she's doing the listening, taking time to listen to somebody. That shows a good uh, example Right, as one of the, 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 the senior saints and senior uh, ladies in the church uh, with the young people being willing uh, to listen and, and take time with them. 
You know, I was thinking about uh, Sister uh, Judy Pitt. We mentioned the lady, the, the gentleman, sorry, the gentleman that she watches, 103 years old. And she was sharing with me today that uh, he's been going through some things the last couple of weeks. And you know what he, she said to me? You know, he just wants somebody to sit there with him and listen. He just wants somebody to sit there with him and listen. You know, uh, you say, man, I wish I had a ministry. You know what's one of the best ministries you could have? Sister Beverly Meredith, she did this. I told you a lot of times I ran into her when I went to, uh, when I'd go to see Melvin or go to one of the other homes, a lot of times I'd run into Sister Beverly Meredith visiting somebody, just going to uh, a senior facility or one of these facilities and just sit there and listening to people's stories. Amen? And let them share things with you. You realize how much that ministers to somebody that, hey, somebody really wants to hear about how my life was or sharing things with them and uh, learning Amen. From that wisdom before it before uh, it, it passes on. So that's a good ministry. So Eli, you know, it says here again that Samuel, all the days of his life, he didn't let his words fall to the ground. And we see that Samuel finished strong. And one of the reasons I think he finished strong is because he stayed a good listener of the Lord all the days of his life. But somewhere along the line, Eli he, he stopped listening as well as he should, and right, he went down spiritually because he failed to continue to be a good listener. And Eli might have finished strong like Samuel if he would have remained a good listener of the Lord. Now, we're listening. You know, we don't think about this, you know, but listening is an important part of prayer. Listening is an important part of prayer. Of course, on the Lord's part, we know that, right, we pray we want him to listen. Psalm 141 says this, Lord, I cry unto thee. Make haste unto me. Give ear unto my voice when I cry unto thee. Right? When we pray, we want the Lord to listen. We want the Lord to be a good listener. Psalm 5.2, hearken unto my voice and my cry, my King, my God, for unto thee will I pray. So when we pray, right, we want God to be a good listener. But, you know, uh, uh, listening, uh, us listening is also an important part of prayer. You know, a lot of times we think prayer is just us going and, you know, saying a few things to God. Then we get up and finish getting ready and take off. But, you know, being still before God and wait and listening for God's voice, if you will, is an, it should be an important part of your prayer, too. You know, he says, could you not watch with me one hour? That doesn't mean, you know, can you not pray one hour? That doesn't mean he wants you to necessarily do all the talking for an hour, <laughs> but he wants you to spend that time with him for an hour, right? Partly uh, talking, partly uh, sharing things with him, but also just being uh, still before him and listening. When we pray, God also wants us to take time to listen to him. Often, again, we, we, we spit out what we want to say, but we don't take time to listen in afterwards. You say, God, why won't you answer my prayer? He says, ah, I've tried to answer three times, but you get up and leave as soon as you, as soon as you ask. All right? Maybe if you'd be still before me, you could hear me trying to answer that or maybe trying to put something in your heart or maybe trying to stir your heart about something or trying to give you a verse or guide you with something if you take time to be still and listen to me as well when you pray. In God's word, you often see the word hearken. Right? And that word hearken means what? To listen carefully, to pay close attention, 
to give heed to another's words. And so we know God wants us to hearken unto him. When God speaks through his word, he wants us to listen carefully. He wants us to pay close attention. He wants us to give heed to his words. But you know, that same principle should be applied, right, when we're ministering to others as well. We should have that same uh, discipline with others. Mark 4, 3, hearken. Behold, there went out a sower. A lot of times he says, hey, listen up, be attentive. I'm about to share something with you. You know, Christ challenged his people to be listeners, right? He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Being a good, active listener, again, is certainly important, right, in all relationships, especially family relationships. Give you these two verses, which you know. First uh, Peter 3, 7, likewise, ye husbands, what? Dwell with them according to what? Knowledge. Well, how can you dwell with them according to knowledge if you don't give them time to share <laughs> that knowledge with you, amen? If you don't take time to listen to them, right? Dwell with them according to knowledge. You got to know something about them, right? And so the, 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 the more uh, you know and let them share what's going on in their life. It says giving honor unto the wife. Well, one way you give honor to that spouse is to take time to listen with them and let them share their heart. Colossians 3.21, fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. You know, listening to your spouse and listening to your child goes a long way into putting these verses into action. Right. We think, oh, just don't do something to get. Listen, taking time to to listen to them and find out, you know, why, you know, hey, they did something. Sure. But why did they do it? Why are they? Why all of a sudden do they have an attitude? Why all of a sudden are things changing or their response to things? What's going on in their life? Taking time to listen. You know, even our Lord, when he walked the earth, understood the importance of listening at a young age. Let's uh, turn over here to Luke chapter two. Luke chapter 2, right? And of course, uh, Luke 2.52, one of uh, our favorite verses, right? But let's uh, Luke 2 and begin in verse 41. And notice something interesting we know about, right? He goes to Jerusalem with his parents and he gets left behind. But it it says something very interesting in these verses. Uh, Luke 2, beginning verse 41. It says, Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12, notice that young people, he was only 12, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother knew of it, knew not of it. But they, supposing him to be having been in the company, went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintance. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem, seeking him. And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. And he said to them, How is it that ye sought me? Wish ye not that I must be about my father's business? And they understood not the saying which he spake unto them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. Notice how many times that you see that phrase about her keeping things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. Right? That was our verse for our Luke 52 club. But did you notice at verse 46? Verse 46. 
what it says. Now, here's a 12-year-old boy. Now, we realize he was God in the flesh, so he had a little bit more. But this is a, a good example for young people. He says a good, a good example for young people at the age of 12. Notice verse 46. And it came to pass, after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors. Look at this. Both hearing them and asking them questions. I think that's very interesting. He was hearing them and he was asking them questions. Now, he was God in the flesh. What doesn't he know? What doesn't he know? But yet, he still took time to listen to them. He still took time to ask them questions. And I think that sets a good principle for us. As believers, you know, you might be talking to somebody, you know, part of being a great listener, of course, is learning to ask proper uh, questions, right? And uh, that's something I'm trying to learn to be better at, asking, asking questions, pulling things. That's important in counseling, right? In counseling, a lot of times you think, oh, you just got somebody come in and you tell a bunch of stuff. But really an important part of counseling somebody is just knowing, trying to get those questions so that they can pull things out and really answer a lot of their own questions by just, amen, asking the right questions. And the Lord, uh, he listened and he asked them questions. And so I think asking good questions, that's a skill. Asking good questions is a skill, I believe, and it's a skill worth learning. But again, remember this, the Lord already knew everything. But he still took time to listen and to ask. So think about that when you're talking uh, to somebody, when you're trying to minister to somebody. You may know more about the things they're talking about. You may know more things uh, uh, than whatever topic you're on. Hey, you may know that subject inside out, and they may not even really know what they're talking about. But that doesn't mean that the important thing is showing their respect to listen to somebody. And even though, of course, the Lord knew more, he took time to listen and to ask, but still take time to listen and ask because, right, it's more important about you connecting with them and ministering than than really just trying to prove a point about who knows more about a particular subject. Now, of course, when you get the things, the Word of God, well, then, then it's important to press your point, right, because you're trying to, in that area, but I'm just talking about when you're, when you're trying to get into a relationship with somebody and help somebody. You may, again, you may know more about things than the person you're speaking with, but you know one thing you don't know more about? You don't know more about them. <laughs> you may know more about a particular subject, but you don't know about, more about them than they know about them. And so that's what you're really there for. You're not really there to get them to help you learn more about a particular subject. You're there to minister to them and help, and help learn more about them. And, amen, and what they need in their life and, and how you can help move them along uh, spiritually and maybe other areas of their life. And so they, they know more about them. Notice again, Luke 2.52, right? Most of you could quote it. And Jesus increased in what? In wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. I should have asked Sister McLean to stand up and quote that, right? But so notice this. Now, stature, we know what that means, right? Physically. Now, most people grow at least in stature. That's automatic. Now, not everyone to the same degree, right? But everybody grows in stature, right? That's automatic in life. But we don't all necessarily grow in wisdom and favor with God and man. And I think a key ingredient, right, to growing, right, in wisdom and growing in favor with God and man, a lot of that has to do with the extent on our ability to listen to God and to listen to man, 
right, to learn from God and to learn from man or take time to pay attention to someone, right? Because when you listen to people, when you pay attention to them, what do you do? You gain their favor, right? They realize you care about them and what's really going on uh, in their life. So even the taking the time to be still and listen and take in on what, it, even uh, taking the time to be still and listen on what's going around you in life uh, is important. Let me finish with these uh, two verses. You know, we've talked about listening to God. We've talked about listening to people. But even in life, just listening to what's going on around you and being sensitive to it. Let me give you these two verses quickly. Ezekiel 3.15 says, Then I came to them of the captivity of Telebib that dwelt by the river Chabar, and I sat where they sat. And remained there astonished among them seven days. He, you know, Ezekiel, he just sat down. He just sat down among them. And you know what? He just listened and he took in what was going on uh, around him. Lamentations 3.51, mine eye affecteth my heart. Hey, sometimes we got to listen with our eyes, so to speak. Because of all the daughters of my city, mine eye affecteth my heart. Just taking time, amen, uh, to live and be conscious what's going on around us, listening, being aware, amen, what God's trying to teach us, being aware what's going on in people's lives, being aware what's going on around us will certainly help us gain in wisdom, will certainly help us gain in favor with God and man. So as we think about this thought about becoming better listeners of God, better listeners of men, and uh, better listeners uh, even with our family and in those important relationships. So as we go throughout our week this week, let us make sure we are making a conscious effort to consciously listen to people and consciously listen to the Lord, consciously listen to the Lord, to consciously listen to those we love, and even consciously listen to the loud, if you will, amen, (laughs) what's going on around us. And, of course, especially listening to the lost. Hear their heart so you can help change their heart. And boy, and, and, and what you'll find out, you know, again, I, I, I've traveled a lot of places and I'm sure I've heard a lot of different languages. I've seen a lot of different customs. I've seen a lot of different things, but that's not what impacted me the most, how different people are. What impacted me the most is how much the same people are, Right? that all people have the same, if you just let them keep talking, right, you'll find that all people in every place have the same desire in their heart. I mentioned to you before, uh, when I was in Bulgaria, the first time that I got to speak before uh, some Bulgarians, right? And I, I walked in with my Bible, and boy, you could tell they were nervous because, you know, they, they hadn't, most of them had never seen a Bible, Right? They were allowed to have Bibles, and they wondered what I was going to say. And I mentioned, you, well, you know what I did? The first thing I did, I didn't just get up and start saying something. first thing I did was listen. And I said, listen, uh, before I say anything, I want to hear from you. And the first words out of their heart, right? If you remember, one person said, oh, I, I, you see condition of my country. I just want to know we have hope, right? Somebody else said, Oh, I just wish I know there's something I can really believe in, you know, faith. And then some lady spoke up, you know, I just wish I know somebody really loved me. 
Here these people, right, raised under communism, different language, different customs, different background, but yet the cry of their heart, because it took time to listen, was, you know what? I'm looking for faith. I'm looking for hope. I'm looking for charity. And see the cry of their heart, being raised under communism, never having a Bible, but the cry of their heart was, I'm looking for Jesus. Because if you're looking for hope, you're looking for Jesus. If you're looking for faith, you're looking for Jesus. If you're looking for love, if you're looking for charity, you're looking for Jesus. Amen? Because that's where you find those things. He's the source of those things. Now, I could have just walked in and said, well, you know, American, let me tell you, I got a few things to tell you. And, and what? I'd have, I'd have missed out on the cry of their heart. Right. And hearing the cry of their heart before I said anything was more important uh, than anything at the moment. So the Lord came by and said, Samuel, Samuel, he said, speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. And so when we get up in the morning, boy, that'd be a good way to start today. Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm standing by to actively hear what you want to say to me. And then as, 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 as you look to minister to people, say, I want you to know. I'm here, I'm standing by to actively listen about what's going on in your life and see how I can help you according to the Word of God. Let's pray.